grew up, I grew up in Grandview, Minnesota. Sometimes we go to Dauphin for like shoes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Dauphin's a weird town because like, like right as you're pulling into Dauphin, it says, uh, there's a sign. It's like, oh, welcome to Dauphin, the city of sunshine. That's their claim to fame. The sun. I don't know if you guys are travelers. But, uh, I've been to a couple towns, they've all had the sun. Comedian and journalist Jared Story. Answer 100 questions in five minutes to win the Manitoba Money Shot. <laughs> All this plus FRM TV Guide. On this episode called Jared's Story Shoots on Grandview. And what's this guy doing up here in Manitoba? Manitoba. 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 It's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast with me. Ronald George Moore. Hi, Ronald George Moore here for the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. Thank you for listening and clicking on it. Uh, I really appreciate it. You're in for a treat today. The very funny Jared story came to Crap Central here, and we had a, a wicked talk. It was so much fun. It was great seeing Jared again, and you will look forward to seeing him on September 21st at the Park Theater. He's doing a huge live album recording at the Park Theater. And you know Jared from the Winnipeg Comedy Showcase, which we talk about that in the interview. We talk about a lot of cool stuff in the interview. Uh, we talk comedians. We talk about where he's from, Grandview, Manitoba, and a whole lot more. And that's coming up. But I wanted to let you know, usually if, if you go to the, uh, SoundCloud.com, that's our home base. You go to the playlist, you'll see interviews with Manitoba improvisers, actors, musicians. The list goes on. And uh, usually I'd have an opening bit and that opening bit is just inspired from the conversation, the interview of that artist. Now, what I've decided to do starting with this episode is move the opening bit, turn it turn into the closing bit. Because generally I think it's uh, it might be a speed bump. It's try I try to be funny with it. Sometimes it's not. And I just was like, you know what? Let's let's move it to the end. So we get right to the good stuff, right to Jared's story, who you heard at the beginning of the show there. Jared's show at the Park Theater is 7 p.m. Uh, doors are open. 8 p.m. The show starts. $15 in advance. 20 at the door. So you want to save five bucks and get those tickets right from the Park Theater. Or you can message Jared directly at jrockarola on Instagram. Plus, the Manitoba Money Shot podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on X. We're on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Ron George Moore. Feel free to join the Patreon account. Uh, I drop three shows a week, Tuesday Titter, Friday Foreplay, Sunday Swallow for the Patreons, patreon.com slash Ronald George Moore. Yes. All right. And just a reminder, if you like what you hear, please feel free to subscribe, like, tell your friends, write a comment on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. If you want to email with a question or maybe have a question I can give to my guest, that's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast at gmail.com. Right on. I think we got it going on. Here we go. Jared's story. Yeah! We're here with Jared's story. Hey! Woo! Woo! <laughs> I always add this, you know, I try to bring the energy up right at yeah. the beginning. We're going to sail it all the way <laughs> for a good hour here with Jared. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. We're doing good. We had a hell of a, hell of a temperature rise yesterday. 37 yesterday? I know. Wasn't that crazy? It's crazy. 
September. Yeah, in September, yeah. In Winnipeg. And you're you're not from Winnipeg. No, not originally. Grandview. Grandview, Manitoba. Right. It's just west of Dauphin, but a half hour's drive. But why would why is it just not people wouldn't know of it? Exactly, because I've been spending my whole life when people go, Where are you from? And I say Grandview. And they go, Where's that? And I say around Dauphin. Right. So I just started saying around Dauphin. <laughs> yeah. Just get right to it. And people seem to think it's funny. So Grandview, like how what's the population? Um, if you can just well, off the top of your head. It's it's definitely under a thousand in a town, I would say. Like yeah. I mean there's also the surrounding countryside, the municipality, but right. uh I th- it's probably the town's probably less than 500 people now. Wow. Yeah. And let's set a picture for the people here of, of Granville. What is it just like it has that main street I imagine. It's like yeah, there's a main, main street. street. Yeah, it's called Main Street. As, oh good. As they <laughs> usually are. <laughs> and there's and then uh, there's going to be like a, a post office. Yeah, there's a post office. Is there a um Train tracks running through. There are train tracks running through. Very cool, yeah. Yeah, there's a uh, uh, bar. Oh, nice. um, What's the name of the bar? Do you remember? Well, it used to be called the Grandview Motor Inn. I don't know what it's called now. It's changed hands a couple times since I moved away. Um, There's a Legion. Lots of places to drink. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Okay. For for the size of the town. Mm -hmm. There's a co-op. Like co-op. Grocery, co-op grocery store. Yeah, gas um, slash grocery. And yeah. then, of course, what, one elementary, one junior high, one high school? It's or? all one school. It's oh. all one school. Grandview K-12. to That's where I went. Wow. Um, yeah. Awesome. One school. Like, it's, so it's they're, just they're, the same friends for, <laughs> yeah, for 12 for years. The whole, yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's just how it is in a small town. Like, you're going to have the same friends forever. What were your parents doing uh, in, in Grandview? Uh, my dad is a, or sorry, was a... Uh, He's not dead. He's just <laughs> retired. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So sorry. So tired. <laughs> he is a uh, carpenter. He had his own carpentry business. Okay, cool. Like a general contractor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Was he born there? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Both my parents were born there. Very cool. They were in high school. Like, they were one year apart. Wow. Yeah. And same school you were at? Same. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess it would have been the same school. But they, they, they Originally, they were in, like country schools because they were both farm kids oh yeah there was these little you know one room country schools but they were only in those schools for like a year or two right and then everything conglomerated or whatever (laughs) right right (laughs) some some big thing happened but yeah so and what did you would your was your mom working when you're no she was just a a stay-at-home mom but she she was working because she she was the bookkeeper for the business and the secretary and the and the person the delivery person and the and a mom. And right. So. Sorry, it was woodworking? Yeah, like carpentry. Yeah, carpentry. like houses. It was called Boa Construction. Oh, nice. So a little nice. play on Boa Constrictor, I guess. Oh, shit. It went right over my head. I yeah. Know, I, guess I think I it went wrong. over everybody's head. And my dad would say, because people would just spell it wrong, mm-hmm. he would just say B-O-A Construction. So then it, it, it's, it was like... People would just be like, B-O-A, and like, it's like these are people that don't exist or something. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> so I imagine there's a lot of uh, wood furniture in your house. Did he build his own home? We, yes, he built uh, our house, but he didn't, uh, he didn't really build any furniture or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Right. After, like, you know, you, you don't take your job home with you, you know? <laughs> like, we always had an unfinished basement and... Yeah, I mean, Dad worked on stuff around home, but if it didn't need done, he wasn't going to do it. (laughs) Right, exactly. And and was he kind of modeling you to be, to take over the business one day, or? Um, I guess, maybe. Like, Mm -hmm. I was working 
for him in the summers, and I didn't really have a choice in the matter. <laughs> right. It was just, you're helping, because we need help. Yeah. Was it just you or brothers and sisters? Two brothers. Two brothers. Two younger oh, brothers. Oh, so there's a good team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And none of them took over the family business. Right. We're all, we're, none of us are kind of, I don't know, construction-minded, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now I wish I would have paid more attention. Mm-hmm. I'm and, the same way. My dad was great with his hands. Mm-hmm. He, he built... Uh, he bought a house and he did the basement. He furnished right. it up. He built a two car a two car garage beside it. And mm-hmm. he was he was even fucking laying concrete. <laughs> yeah. I was always amazed, but it was also like, don't get in my way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, wow, and just uh, no, he's got it. He doesn't really need any help and right. all that. So I didn't have the concentration or the patience of right. doing that. You know? Yeah, no, me neither. I I, it's a lot to learn. But, you know, he grew up on a farm and, and you're just, you're just more industrious. Yeah. You know, lots of, and with, you know, back then parents that aren't always looking after you, you're just on your own doing crazy stuff. Exactly. Let's get into the crazy stuff. I want to <laughs> know what life was like in Grandview, especially you have two brothers. Yeah. You're probably, uh, I don't know, turning that town over and just creating chaos. I no, don't know. I wasn't <laughs> Everyone really knows that, you though. <laughs> I wasn't really that guy though. Like, uh. So like, we lived on a farm, but we my dad wasn't a farmer, but we lived out in the country, you know. Yeah, lots uh, of land. Lots of land, and um, my oh, so my dad did farm at one point, but then he just focused on carpentry. What does that mean? Cows, chickens, it was ca- grain, carrots, like grain, grain. Like, yeah. Okay. So, but then after a while, he just rented the land out to some other farmers. Um, so you bus into school, mm-hmm. and school. I was never like the. The, I was never even the class clown or anything like that. Like, I was too shy when I was a kid. I was right. Super shy. It wasn't until, like, I hit puberty that I started to talk. More. Talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is strange, because I also wanted to hide away at the time. But uh, Right. But, uh, yeah. So, I, I wasn't a... But there was, like, some crazy... Like, I had some friends and some people around town that were just, like... Like, they were just crazy. Like, these crazy farm kids that would just get up to... Like insane things, like like I don't know, shoplifting, breaking and enter. Yeah, <laughs> really. And like and like uh, you know, just like ripping around drunken vehicles and like demolition car style. Oh god. Yeah, like just <laughs> oh, no. flipping cars and and somehow getting out alive. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was I was too. Um, you were never in the passenger seat of any of these. Uh... I tried not, there was people I tried not to get in a car with. Yeah. But yeah, there was some, uh, there was some real yahoos. And then like, so what would you do like on the, like for in the summer, like when, when you weren't in school Mm -hmm. as a kid, would you go on like camping? Yeah. Camping, mostly camping. Dad always wanted to go camping and I Mm -hmm. liked that and fishing with my dad and. Nice. I always like, sometimes I didn't like summer as much because on, if you're in town, you got to see your friends every day just walk over to their house yeah but we're like six miles out of town so all of a sudden i wasn't seeing my friends at all exactly so yeah. i would i i mean i liked having the break but i also was like excited when school would start could you bike in the town i was pretty far and you know it's gravel and you always fall <laughs> skin your knee and, and no hospital i imagine there's a hospital yeah oh, wild i was actually born there yeah oh what was uh, a grandview hospital grandview hospital nice. okay. yeah but now kids aren't born there anymore mm-hmm. right um, which mm-hmm. makes it sound like 
children of men or something. <laughs> you walk in, there's just a box of band-aids. Yeah. Help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, me and my brothers were all born born in that town. Nice. I sound yeah. like John Mellencamp. <laughs> or or uh, John Walton. Yeah. Is <laughs> that his name? John? John Boy. Good night, John Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have like family trips where you'd go out or when you were a kid? Um, I think because my dad had his own business, we didn't, and he was working a lot. We didn't really go anywhere exotic. Right. The furthest we'd go to like was to like Edmonton to visit cousins. Right. Okay. Um, but okay. we never. I ne- I was never even in. I didn't cross any borders except for that one, that Saskatchewan one, and I guess the Alberta one until I was like an adult. Really? Yeah. Never made those, never even going to the States or anything? Never went to the States until I was like, probably like 20 or something. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Other families would. Like, they would go to like Minot, North Dakota Mm -hmm. or something to go shopping. For sure. Grand Forks. Yeah. But we weren't really like a big shopping family you know what i mean like right. we were just farm people yeah. <laughs> well, we have all that land too why not like i, I can't yeah. understand people who go to the cabins in the summer when you're like oh especially if you're not at a house and there's so many things to upkeep yeah like, when you have all especially yeah when you have all that that space you got to upkeep it like it's like half my childhood was just cutting grass right <laughs> just yeah. so much grass <laughs> <laughs> not again yeah were you riding a mower riding a mower listening Fucking to sweet to a Walkman. And when you were with the the farming of, I think you said grain, right? Did were you ever in those like tractors and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I helped my uh, uh, uncle out a couple summers and uh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. They can be. You can yeah. also lose a. But a I'm, I'm not a true farm kid. Like I wasn't getting up every morning and feeding the cows. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you were getting up and doing what? Watching cartoons? Well, not even that because, well, maybe something, but like uh, not until Saturday because like we didn't have any. We had two channels. Right. You know, we got the, yeah. the Farmer Vision. And, and we had this big <laughs> antenna on top of our house that picked up one more channel, which mm-hmm. was CKND. Whoa. Global. Yeah. And then, so then we could get the Simpsons or whatever. But that, right. it's just like this huge thing for that one channel. That's wild. So it's just CTV, CBC, CKND. Because that's like late 80s we're talking. Like for, late 80s, Simpsons. early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Could you rent... VHS tapes. You must have been. There must have been some sort of VHS. Yeah, we had a VCR. I remember not having a VCR for the first couple of years. I don't think my parents had much money when my dad was just getting his business going mm-hmm. and everything. Like, that makes like, sense. We didn't. We didn't have a VCR for a while. I remember dad renting a VCR to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What is this thing?" <laughs> Do you remember the movie? One uh, of the first. It was something like I was a little kid. I think he got me like a like a Mickey Mouse thing or something. Right. It might have been Fantasia. Yeah, we we didn't sound like you were even interested in in movies. I didn't know what they were. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd go to friends' places, you know, in town, and they'd have cable television. I remember being enthralled with, like, much music when I was was a teenager. Yeah, when that came out, holy shit, that was just, like, that was for us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then not having it at home, like... And same thing as like games. We didn't have any like video games or anything like that. No, oh no. no. So, but I so when I was at someone's place, like you couldn't get me off of it. Mm-hmm. Of which which console? Like the original Nintendo, probably. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you didn't, you never did get one. Never at the, did at the get family one. Family home. No. Whoa. And your brothers neither. They didn't have any interest in that. No, things got a little bit more <laughs> modern. You know, like uh, um, my brother. Like by the time I moved out 
I think that's around the time my parents got like the internet, you know, <laughs> yeah, like some dial up connection. Like, but I never had the internet. Like, I didn't have a computer. I didn't have a fucking email address until I was in college. Like, my third year of school, I go to Creative Communications and everyone's, you know, we're going to be with each other the whole year. So everyone's getting their contact information of everybody else <laughs> and they're writing down this address thing that I'm like, you guys have email addresses? They're like, yeah. you don't? <laughs> How do you not have an email address yet? And I was like, I don't, I guess I, I grew up in a different time. Yes. And I still feel that way. Like I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I don't need a lot of stuff, even though I have it. And what about band music? Anything like that? I didn't play any music. Um, still don't know how to, but I was really interested. Like the first time I started hearing like rock and roll and, and, yeah. and and then hard rock and metal, I got really into it. So I guess that's more like radio and, and music is, you know, as far as like, because I'm trying to think, okay, after school, there's I no would, internet, there's no video games. <laughs> no, it was just imagination. Like, and then whatever cousins showed you or like friends showed you. Yeah. And that's how I got into most stuff. I, I remember listening to like... If you you know if the night was just right you could you could get like ninety two city FM or like Power ninety seven and I liked rock and it would just kind of come in for like a minute at a time mm-hmm. and I would record oh. onto cassettes songs that I liked right and, uh, <laughs> and have to kind of complete them in your head how? yeah <laughs> like I remember how, like you know there's this Metallica song I liked and half of it was just <laughs> <laughs> wicked solo yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff you're in like you're into like the 92 radio rock well yeah i mean that's the first thing i heard mm-hmm. but you know so i now i'm you know i don't find it as exciting but like <laughs> but you know it was ex- i remember being excited when we go to like winnipeg and i would hear like radio djs and mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff because all we got was country music stations and religious stuff and uh cbc radio and was the reason coming to winnipeg for school like yeah I got into the communications uh, thing. So I went to a year at UW first and then to Red River and then back to the U of W. I think now they do it because like there was like this, it's like a joint degree thing, joint degree diploma thing. And I think now they, you just do your UW time and then your Red River time or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But at the time they said, oh, you just do a year because I didn't want to go to university. I, I said, no, I only want to be in the two year college program. And they're like, We'll let you in if you get into the, if you go through the four year thing. Right. It's like you just want more money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. But so you knew what you wanted to to be. Yeah, I think some guy. I didn't know. I didn't really know because Ooh. I remember not. I remember thinking like, I guess I'll be a plumber or something. Like I have no idea. And uh, I remember going to like trade show, like not what are they called? Those stu- student job shows the or like career fairs. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and then some guy came to like our school or one of the schools nearby and we got like, well, I was there and he was like a, a Cree-com guy and he was talking about radio and TV and mm-hmm. oh, nice. seemed interesting. So I went into it. I remember not even knowing what major I was going to pick on the day we picked our majors. Like yeah. people are like picking and I'm like, we were supposed to think about that. I had no idea. So I just picked the one. I just was like, well. I don't like advertising. Mm-hmm. And I don't like public relations. <laughs> and broadcast journalism seems pretty cool. I don't or like, not like it. <laughs> yeah, but it also seems kind of techy. So I'll just take journalism. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I think maybe 
one of the other ones would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> For where you are now, maybe? Yeah. But you started comedy when? I think 14, 15 years well, ago? Well, yeah. I, I tell people a different time every time. But <laughs> <laughs> Keep them guessing. Yeah. What do you want to tell me? Well, I'll tell you the truth. Um, it was during that creative communications program, there was a comedy course, like a comedy class. Uh, taught by this guy, Kenton Larson. Oh, Kenton, yes. I remember him well. Yeah, and and part of it was there was like a stand-up class competition. Mm -hmm. So this was around 2005, and and we all told some jokes, and then the class voted on who was going to perform at this uh, fundraiser for the advertising students for their their annual trip. And the class... class voted me as their uh, pick, which I didn't really think I was funny because I was kind of reserved in my first year of college. Like I was kind of like... Brought you back to your yeah. Grandview school days. Where yeah, you're exactly. Because you're the new kid and yes. I was a lot younger than a lot of other people in the course. And cause some of them were, you know, like adults. And I guess technically I was an adult, but <laughs> right, <laughs> felt like a kid. You are a fresh face. Yeah. So I was surprised that they... I ended up getting a C in the course, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it did get me on stage. It did get right. me on and stage. And did they did that at Rumors, right? That year they did it at the Pyramid Cabaret. Oh. I don't know if they'd ever done it previous to oh, that. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, and I was so, I got really drunk and went on stage. And <laughs> I don't remember the, any of it, really. I just remember being what? nervous, so nervous <laughs> to go up in front of my friends. And, yeah. Um, but then, then I did it a couple more times, you know, just on your own or with the class. No, on my own, because, because I think there was a couple of like, you know, real comedians at that show. And then uh, I got asked to do a couple things after that, but I didn't know about any sort of open mics. I didn't have any clue if there was anything like that. I just got asked to be on like maybe, you know, 10 to 20 shows. And then, then it started drying up and I didn't really think I'd wanted to do it it wasn't very funny like that's the thing like it wasn't very good so i didn't do it again until about 2009 now are you being hard on yourself that you weren't really good or like... i had like one good joke <laughs> i had one good joke right. <laughs> yeah I mean, everything else was just filler everything to else lead was up just... to this one good joke well i was too young i didn't have anything to talk about i didn't <laughs> right. know about anything so i'm just writing like they were like semi well written mm-hmm. they're just not that funny you know <laughs> okay sure they're just juvenile you know like mm-hmm. but um so yeah then i came uh 2009 is kind of when i consider starting because i went to the handsome daughter or whatever it was the standard at the time standard yeah, yeah. and people were kind of my age they seemed like people i could hang with you know right and they were doing comedy who was pre- doing it? Was it Green back then? Mike Green? Yeah. Um, He's been doing it a long time. Well, I don't know if he was hosting that night. I, right. I think that it might have been still this guy, Dave Shore, who okay. hosted it previous to him. Yeah. Um, but it was... So, yeah, the, the people I met that first night were like probably like Mike Green, who's on that show coming up. And um, um, I would think probably like Matt Nightingale and, and uh, Ryan Ash. And, right. And yeah, so wow. then I just like, because the first time it was all older people that I didn't really, or like they'd been around for a while. Like these guys seemed fresh and new and kind of where I was at. That's cool. But that was, so that's when I really got the 
more of a spark for it and like started showing up all the time. But also your your journalism is taking off. You're getting your your pieces are appearing in uh, There was Uptown. Uptown, that's what yeah. I'm trying to think of. Uptown. Yeah, so I was doing I was doing writing and freelance writing and and I did work for a paper for a while while I was doing comedy and and then I got to like with Uptown I got to talk to like so many of my if my favorite band was coming through town, there was a good chance I could talk to them. <laughs> you, know, that's, you know? Exactly. Usually on the phone because it was all in advance to preview their show. So there's some other... There wasn't a lot of in-person stuff, although it did happen from time to time. Mm-hmm. And like if my favorite comedian was coming to town, I could interview them. Who were who they? Who were your bands and comedians that you've interviewed? Oh... Uh, KK from Judas Priest one time. That was cool. <laughs> nice. uh, Dave Mustaine. Um, wow, Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so many, so people. many metal guys. I, so many metal guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're from like Finland, and I couldn't understand them. <laughs> I saw on your YouTube channel uh, D- Doug Stanhope, right? Did yeah, you, Doug Stanhope. Did you I talked Doug Stan- to. Was that yeah. when he was playing the Albert? Yeah, I, think I, I talked to I, him was a couple that different gig? times. That was a, that was a good gig. one. That, that was, was really good, good. He started talking about the murder upstairs because that was pretty yes. fresh at that point. And Ryan Ash opened for him. Is that right? Yeah, oh, which we were God. so excited about. Because, like, he, Doug Stanhope was, like, the coolest. Oh, yeah. And one of our local is opening for him. And I remember being really excited for Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I think also Norm MacDonald? Yeah, I talked to Norm. Holy crap, A couple man. of times. Oh. Uh, one time being very memorable. The other time, uh, the phone kept cutting out. and Oh, and, shit. And he was kind of not in a super talkative sure that wasn't moment. him cutting out the phone might have been <laughs> going into a tunnel <laughs> but the first time was just like a huge thrill because he was just super funny and forthcoming and and mm-hmm. uh and uh just had a really natural conversation and i was pretty nervous going into it because he's like my favorite comedian oh yeah i can only imagine um yeah so i also had to talk to like a million people that I had, didn't care about it all. <laughs> so what's your deal? Yeah. <laughs> Shannon Doherty. Or, I don't know. Whoever is coming here. Yeah. So let's get back to the comedy. If you didn't really watch a lot of it or hear a lot well, of I did. it growing up. I did. Oh, you did. Because CBC had Just for Laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. I watched that religiously. And I watched um, Comics was another show. Comics, yes. Where I think they had, like, it was one comic per episode. <clears throat> And there was also comedy at Club Fifty Four, which wasn't as good, but it was. I would still watch it. I, I think it was just that host. He was yeah. such a weird guy. He's it's weird. the acts too. Like there wasn't. They didn't get. <laughs> it was like a, a tertiary. You know, it was the C show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for some reason, I, I don't know what it was about that. It was but that host was the awful. joke of the day. <laughs> yeah. Say like a horrible joke and. Yeah. And that, the, that the crowd hated him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On his own show, they hated him. <laughs> yeah, he sucked. All right, so you so you are watching, you're, you're listening to it, you you enjoy the comedy. Yeah. Uh, did you have any favorites that you cl- that you clung to originally? Were you like, I like this guy um, or gal? I liked Mitch Hedberg. Mm-hmm. I remember when I saw him on uh, Just for Laughs, he was like a new kind of voice yes. that I hadn't heard. Because everybody else was just like, you know... I just got married or whatever, you know, airplane food or right. and this guy's making these weird jokes that most people could never think of. Right. It's just new angle on something that you just went, yeah, you look right past. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, when I first started writing jokes, I was writing jokes 
badly in that style. Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing. Right. Do you um, remember one that you don't use much anymore? That would. Uh, I don't want to put too much pressure on I you think, as far no, as remembering fine. old bits. I think the first joke I ever wrote for that class that I was in was, yeah. was um, I think it was like growing up. I was probably doing it in the cadence too. Mm-hmm. Of Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up, I always thought my bad, my dad was a bad driver. Turns out he's just a good drunk driver. <laughs> so, okay, I sure. mean, it's technically a joke, but <laughs> technically, yes, <laughs> it has a setup and a punchline. Yeah. So that's the kind of I was trying to mirror that mm-hmm. style. So at some point, I guess you're you're doing these open mics, you're doing these shows, and then you put on your own show. You started your own show, the Winnipeg Comedy Showcase yeah. at the Park Theater, where you're performing this live comedy right. taping. It's your home away from home, I guess. Yeah. And uh, what year did that start? 2014. Wow, nine years already. Yeah, holy I know. shit, that's um, great. Uh, Kevin Mosden, who used to work there as the uh, booker, he contacted me. Saying he, he's a comedy fan, but didn't really know anything about local comedy. But mm-hmm. he knew me through music because I had interviewed some bands that he knew. Oh, and just uh, remembering your name attached. and remembered that wow. he, that I had said I do comedy, and he's like, "Do you want to host a show at the park, um, like a showcase of local comedy?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Why are you asking me? Like, I'm not the <laughs> the best comedian. This is like a bigger room, like." Mm-hmm. No experience in this. No really, experience, so. and well, I mean, experience doing a little bit of stand up, but not thinking that I would be the the guy who would do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, you just say yes. <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll figure yeah. it out. And um, yeah, now we've done like thirty three of them or something. Like initially, were you picking? Were you curating the comedians, or was that his job, and you were just kind of? No, I curated it from the start. They actually. I mean, they asked me what, what does the co- like comedy scene need, and I was like, well, a show on the weekend would be good. And they're like, okay, cool, we'll do that. Wow. And then, um, like, how do you want to run it? And we just came up with some sort of format, you know, six people is what we settled on, like six standups plus me as the host, and, mm-hmm. you know, an intermission, and and the comics all get their tickets to sell and they get to keep some money that way and and they're all told what 10 minutes 10 15 yeah 10 to 15 right and uh um yeah and we just kind of we haven't we haven't changed the format at all i mean tweaked it but yeah i think the start time got a little earlier that's all right the shows used to go a little long and now now they don't which that's just me understanding how to host a show a bit better now. <laughs> right, right, right. The first couple, I was annihilated. I was so nervous. And uh, got really? boozy. <laughs> I got pretty boozy on the first one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I I wouldn't have blamed them if they told me I couldn't have, couldn't do it again. Wow, Because really? I wasn't very well behaved. <laughs> so what do you like on stage when you're a little boozed up? Is it just... Well, I can be okay, but I think I was just way too stuff i think i didn't eat that evening because i was so nervous Mm -hmm. and then i but i drank and uh and then you know empty stomach and by the end i think at the end you know they want you to tell they tell you're supposed to tell them hey the bar's still open have a drink you know yeah 
But I'm going like, show's over, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and then like in retrospect, it's kind of funny, but at the time it was pretty unprofessional. But yeah. But all these shows, as far as I've read or heard from other people, are huge successes and sellouts. Yeah, they sold out really out. quickly. Like, I mean, you know, comics are selling their own tickets. They're hustling. Mm-hmm. That has something to do with it. Yeah. But, you know, word of mouth, like after... They just started going really well, and we got a good comedy scene. So it's not just me. Like, I just picked the right people. Yeah. You know? And it's not weekly or monthly or even, right? It's no, like it's like quarterly. Quarterly. So, yeah, we keep some space between shows because we don't want to burn people out on it, you know? Your friend's always hounding you to buy tickets. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, so and, and you got a roster of, like, 20-plus comics, right, that you kind of rotate through? Yeah. Like, I think we've probably showcased over, like, 60 different acts oh wild very cool but like there are people that i go to again and again because they're the best right and uh and then i always try to have a a new face on pretty much every show Mm -hmm. somebody new and but yeah i'm always gonna mix in i don't repeat from show to show though i never have a, a comic who was on the previous show on the next show right which can be hard sometimes because sometimes you just want to put them on again. But. Who is your, uh, I want to say John Wing or, or Mike McDonald at, at uh, Just for Laughs. There's one comedian who's there every show. And I know it's not every show, right. but who, which comic has been on the most besides you? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to, I do have it all written down somewhere, but I don't <laughs> you know. You have the stats? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have the stats. Like the old baseball card. Yeah. yeah. Organized. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't remember who's been on the most times. I would imagine it's probably somebody like... Uh, like Andy Noble or mm-hmm. or um, Jordan Wellwood or right, right. Mike Green. Yep, the big names of the yep. city right now. Yep. yep, probably one of those guys. You've done rumors lately, right? Or was I it just rumors? did it on Saturday. Yeah, how'd that go? It actually went really well, which yeah. I'm always a little nervous there because I still see it as like the the mecca of Winnipeg comedy. Yeah, and honestly, it's one of the most respected clubs in Canada. Canada, North America, even I yeah. hear right. There was like voted some like best club, best ten. I don't know, one of the top 10 clubs in North America. Yeah, they, honestly, like, have you been to a Tuesday night at Rumors lately? Well, I don't know, I saw Stanhope there okay. recently. They're yeah. usually sold out on Tuesday nights, which I know they do. No, it was, uh, sorry to interrupt, yeah. uh, Matt, um, Matt O'Brien I saw on a oh, Tuesday yeah. there recently. Yeah, he was great. And and was it a uh, good crowd? Good crowd, great crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's just, uh, it's, pop- I mean, comedy's gotten bigger, and they've, since they're the best they're the best place to go in Winnipeg to see live comedy. Yeah. I still think that. Even though I'm not, like, a big regular there, like, mm-hmm. I, that's that's where I think the best comics are. Have you checked out the the new Yuck Yucks? Yeah. Winnipeg Yuck Yucks? Yeah. yeah. Like, I've, been on, on this, I've been stage? on that stage, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful <laughs> club. It's gorgeous. How can yeah. it not be in the hotel yeah. for a year? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> probably a, a fine dining room beforehand with, you know. Yeah. Tuxedo it's, waiters. <laughs> I hope they find their their, you know, their footing because mm-hmm. it's. I don't think people are quite aware of it yet. No, even like when when I went the first time, I'm like, where the fuck is it? It's not. It's yeah. kind of hidden downstairs, yeah. and you gotta and not having parking. You know, this is Winnipeg. It, it's they're definitely, but I would love if there was, 
you know, more than just one club in the city. Like, yeah, bringing in enough different space people. For more and, people. Yeah, yeah, Harlan Williams. I can't wait. I'm gonna. I'm going to that show. I love Harlan. Uh, I love Harlan. A couple of days after yours. I was just watching his podcast today. He's so hilarious. Yes. Who? Uh, what's his name? It was Anthony Jesselnick? Was oh yeah, that's a great. I just saw Jesselnick. You know, that's funny. Like we're talking shop, but he he I never really liked until he had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. Cut. Was it Jesselnick or or, or Jesselnick? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. I. I just find a little too, I don't know. Smarmy. Smarmy's the word. Yeah. But he kind of still is, but I don't know. Now I like, I think his jokes are hilarious. Yeah. It's just sometimes it takes, I was like that too. It just took me a minute with him. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. He was a, <laughs> he was a incredible comic to see live because most of the time he's not talking. Right. He's, he sits in the silence a lot because, well, it's not silence actually, because he takes his time with every joke and then every joke is just a banger. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just levels the audience every time. So then he just, you know, listens to them laugh for 30 seconds before yeah. he has to tell another joke. Like, he doesn't actually tell that many jokes. Right. Because he's not a time filler. He's like, no. The he, laugh he'll he'll let the, the laugh go, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I, you've seen him live? Just a couple weeks ago. He was at the Club Regent. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Can't see them all, I guess. You know, <laughs> I didn't even thing. know about it, but I went with uh, Matt Nightingale. So, oh sweet! Yeah, I was gonna say, did you get an interview? Hang out backstage? No, no, no. But uh, <laughs> it was a good show. I I really enjoyed watching him work. I thought that maybe that style of humor, since every joke has they're kind of similar and similar cadence throughout. I thought maybe it would lose its steam. Yeah, at, like the half an right. hour mark yeah it's but a great makes a great tiktok <laughs> exactly exactly but it didn't it didn't it, he i was entertained the whole time uh yeah let's talk about your show this is your first live recording for a comedy album yeah so what are we talking here an hour an hour probably about an hour and only one or are you doing two only one because um, i know a lot of people a lot of comics like to do two yeah, recordings but then and... i'd have to get <laughs> more <laughs> more people in the in the seats again like <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I guess. I, I think I got maybe one in me. Okay, um, one and done, sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. would you say this is a best of compilation over the last nine years or kind of yeah, like what's on top of your game right of, now? Mostly a best of. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's going to be some stuff that doesn't fit. Uh, just Because it's visual? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's visual, exactly. Your slideshow is yeah. <laughs> going to take up 20 minutes. <laughs> or just because it just doesn't fit with like the, you know, the whole arc of the show mm-hmm. but i'm i mean i i'm definitely i have more than than i can put on the taping wow what's the longest you've done probably an hour mm-hmm. yeah like on the you know some small town you know some <laughs> christmas party in some small town or something <laughs> yeah. yeah you're cutting your chops on these on yeah. the small town <laughs> you guys are gonna sit through this yeah if you have nowhere else those. to go where yeah. are you gonna go the co-op is closed <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't done a lot of like headlining, so um but I have done it. Like I've yeah, I've done the, the small town shows or the corporate shows, but you know, as far as headlining at a club, I've never done that. Oh wow. Really? No. Like not like I mean like, you know, yeah, like rumors. half an hour plus. Right. Because I know sometimes rumors will have like they'll showcase the a local Yeah. Like yeah, they almost do weekly that it seems. I don't know but yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as even at the Co- Winnipeg Comedy Showcase, you, I'm doing. What's the most you do there? Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen, and like, uh, and also just not having to host it. Right, right. Because I'm going up cold 
to a cold room every other time, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, to have the experience to be on after the room is warmed up a little. Yeah. It should be fun. Because I'm always better in the second half of those showcases. Oh, okay. Really? So oh, it's, yeah. it is very important to have an opener, you think? Yeah. 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 Just, you know, they need to have a couple of drinks and they need to learn that laughing at jokes is okay and, and they just mm-hmm. need to get into the swing of it. Yeah. So you can't take it too personally when you're a host because sometimes they're just not, they're not ready yet. They're just getting to, maybe it's their first comedy show and they're yeah. just trying to figure out what this is even all about. Right. Would you say uh, your material, like for this show, what's the rating? 14, 18 plus? Um, I mean, it's just, it goes from language. All, all ages. <laughs> Are you uh, gyrating your hips like Elvis? Like, you know? It's, yeah, there's, <laughs> there'll be some sexual, lewd content. Right. Yeah. It'll get, it'll probably get progressively dirtier as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, I'd be fine with a, uh, it's up to parents, I guess. <laughs> a bit, I would say probably. I mean, yeah. Have you done? Have that, has that been a thing before? Like adults. where you're doing this these shows and you're doing like dirty blue material mm-hmm. and you see like, oh, there's an eight year old in the in yes. the front row. Really? Yeah. At the park? Yeah, at the park a couple times. Um, and do, do you, you know, would you bring it out in the open and go like, hey, let's talk about this? Only or? when it was like really like. I'm sure there's been younger people in the crowd at like the showcases and that, and that's like, well, whatever, like you're in, you're hanging out with a bunch of adults. Yeah. Your parents should either they understand this or they should understand this. Yes. But, um, there's one time I opened for like a magician, a comedy magician at the park and oh. it was a fairly small crowd so I could see everybody. And there were quite a few kids there and I didn't know that going in. I just heard comedy. Do you want to do a comedy show? <laughs> so I got all these jokes about like anal sex lined up you know <laughs> and then i like that was my jokes at the time right so right. I, I remember saying to one of the parents i'm like i'm gonna tell a pretty dirty joke like is that okay and they said well if it's not okay we'll just like we'll on just, stage yeah we'll, we'll just take our act, yeah we'll just take our kid okay. out of the room <laughs> and and uh, but they said but it'll probably be okay it's not like they're gonna get it that kind of know? and as soon as i started as soon as they heard what I what I actually <laughs> was saying, sex. yeah, because they didn't know what I was gonna say. Like they thought, I don't know what they thought, but wow, and it wasn't. It's not that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, you know, it's like you say, it's the parents' discretion. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is a comedy show. Any kind of comedy show these days is gonna have blue stuff in it. Or I would yeah. some bad words. Sure, you know, yeah. unless you're Brent Butt or whatever. Yeah, but even then, there's probably stuff that isn't for kid appropriate, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're jokes for adults. Yeah. Then our kids aren't even going to get them anyway. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, wh- who would you say is your, like, your favorite comedians of, like, today? Of uh, today? today? Yeah. Um, I like Mark Normand. Mark Norman, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like Joe List. Joe, wow, okay. Yeah. For, like, lesser known names. Yeah. In the... I mean, if you're talking, like, guys no, I'm just, that are, I'm just guys that are still going. I love Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn, really? Yeah. He's still going. Yeah, wow. Colin Quinn's... Up there, he's on my Mount Rushmore of comedians. Who else? Who are your your Mount? Who's your Mount Rushmore? Great question. I should ask that. Okay. Damn it! Sorry, go ahead. Who, <laughs> you ask it now. Who's your in your on your Mount Rushmore of comedy? Jared Story, <laughs> Norm Macdonald, Mitch Hedberg, mm-hmm. Colin Quinn. Five or four on well, the Mount four. Rushmore. There's four. There's four. Okay, well then it's a it's a toss up. We'll like, put five on there. Let's go with Carlin, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Seinfeld or a tell. Right. One of those guys. Cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Brian Regan. Oh, sorry, Brian Regan actually. Brian Regan has to be really high up. There. Oh, love Brian yeah. Regan. Now there's a guy who's pretty squeaky clean. Eh? Yes. Oh. yes. Have you seen him live? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him with this, with my son there. I had to bring him. We were, we were he's like we were. It was so much fun introducing him. Yeah. To Brian Regan. Because it's oh, funny. It's funny for everybody. Yeah. It's like you could show them to your grandma and you can show them to your nephew mm-hmm. or whatever. So. It's better if you can see him though. It's just yeah. a oh. stupid character. So funny. His face is so great. Uh, let's talk about the other people uh, who are on your act. Hosting sure. is? Mike Green. Mike Green's hosting. Yeah. Longtime friend. He's awesome. Yeah. He's going to be hilarious. And a great host. I mean, also a great uh, headliner too, but like just knows how to run a show. So that's why. Oh yeah. Big show runner. Well, yeah. I think about it. He's doing Mel Secret shows. Yes, and I know I'm in uh, uh, good hands when he's exactly. Hosting, so, uh, who's your opener? Carly Lilligren. Uh, do you know her? No, I don't know the name. Uh, she's been doing comedy for a few years, and uh, she's a friend, and mm-hmm. she's funny, and uh, yeah, yeah, excellent. And uh, Andy Noble, who uh, is the middler. Who's the middler? Yeah, <laughs> the middler. Gotta get the terms. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's just one of my favorite comics in the city and good friend and mm-hmm. yeah had yeah. to have him on the show very funny that's great it's a huge lineup tickets are still available tickets are still available 15 buckers 15 buckers 8 p.m on the 8. 21st of september september 21st awesome. which also happens to be my birthday what yeah. get out of here is it really <laughs> yeah oh, oh man you're gonna get so drunk that day. oh well, hopefully after <laughs> no wonder you don't want two shows yeah <laughs> Let the drinking begin. Let everyone here buy me a shot. You know? That's great. Can I ask how old you're going to turn? Well, I've been telling some people, even though it's aging myself, I've been saying that I'm turning 40, but that's not even true. <laughs> no. I'm, t- I'm turning 39. Getting the scoop here. Yeah. 39. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I figured if I said 40, they'd more likely be, oh, 40th birthday party. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. It's almost like, oh, I got this bucket list of things I want to do before I'm 40 is record a live yeah. comedy album. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I just got under the wire. <laughs> What else is on there? You got a year left. Oh my god! I think it's probably too late to become a professional baseball player, <laughs> <laughs> or at least get your own card. Just gotta yeah. make a card. You're yeah. good. I'll work on that. That's between thirty nine and forty. I'll right start. Well, this is gonna be a great show, man. I'm looking forward to the show. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, what day of the week? It's a Thursday night. Thursday night, even better. Yeah, so. I think it's a good night for comedy. Right. And uh, and I think you know that. I mean, there's other comedy shows that night but uh come to my yes <laughs> we're all gonna go why did i say it like that we're all gonna go <laughs> we're all gonna go we're all gonna go see the live comedy <laughs> but before we do that before i get you out of here we're gonna do the manitoba money shot and if you mm. do not know what that is and i wouldn't be surprised 100 questions rapid pace coming at you oh this is fun the idea is you're gonna do it the idea is to complete 100 questions within five minutes and if you do you win the manitoba money shot which is a, a jackpot which grows uh, as each person fails to do the challenge. <laughs> okay. But I will tell you this. The last guest who uh, was Darcy Fair won. Oh. And he won like 28 bucks. Nice. So it's, honestly, it's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I, I just uh, want to play. That's fun. But, uh, you know, it'll be enough for you to get a coffee and maybe a newspaper nice. <laughs> on the way home. Well, or... there you go. That's what I, I was just wondering how I was going to afford that. 
I'm going to set the clock. Mm -hmm. It's going to be five minutes. You can actually see it. Usually guests uh, have been able to because of the Zoom. I don't know if you can make that out. Um, I have four pieces of paper. Each page has 25 questions. Okay. Um, The idea is to do 100. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're simple, relatively simple, like this or that, favorite, whatever, fill in the blank, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, You can say pass. I don't necessarily recommend it, but you can pass because 90% of your answers must be correct. Um, It may be uh, a question that we've already talked about. Um, But, you know, that's just a technicality. That's fine. (laughs) It's just... For, it's a way for me to, to make sure you're not just saying gibberish because you right. can really you think of an answer. You could say guitar for you know a hundred <laughs> times. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the truth. God damn it. Yes. Okay. So I'm all set up. You here. sure you can handle it? The truth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can handle the truth. Uh, yeah. Are you ready to do this? Any questions? I'm ready. Oh no, I think uh, you, you're the one with the questions. That's right. And they're hot and ready to go. Jared Story, mm. comedian. Your money shot tonight is... $4, which will buy you the money shot combo at Robin's Donuts. One medium coffee, one cream, one sugar, and one apple fritter. Go to your local Robin's and ask for it by name, the money shot combo. Hail Satan! Name a local band. Uh, the weaker then. Can you wiggle your ears? No. Have you been to Gimli? Yes. Have you been to Flin Flon? No. Have you been to Churchill? No. Uh, name an album you have owned. Uh, Back in Black. Name a VHS movie you have owned. Spinal Tap. Name a superhero. Superman. Name a supervillain. Uh, fucking Magneto. <laughs> Favorite food. Uh, oh my god, I don't know my favorite food! Come on! <laughs> uh, I like past- uh, pasta, spaghetti. Oh, yeah. pasta. <laughs> <laughs> pasta! Pasta! Uh, pasta! Uh, do you ski? No. Name a store at the Polo Park Mall. Uh, the food court. <laughs> Have you played frisbee golf? <laughs> yes. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Betty or Veronica? Oh, Betty. Apples or asparagus? Apples. Favorite breakfast cereal? Fruit Loops. Did you see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? No. Uh, name a Beastie Boy. MC something or other. Oh, God, <laughs> name a type of car. A uh, f- uh, Ford Escort. Can you whistle? <laughs> kind of. Another one bites the what? Dust. Uh, have you kept a garden? Yes. Favorite actor? Um, I like uh, Jeff Bridges. Favorite actress? I like... Um, Francis McDormand. Name a movie you hate. Um, a movie I hate. Name a movie you hate. Oh, uh, come on, come oh, on. Uh, pass. Ghost, yeah, pass. Uh, ghost is fine. Name a yeah, book I hate you. Ghost. <laughs> name a book you've enjoyed. Book I've enjoyed. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Name a song from the eighties. Um, the Let's Get Rocked by Def Leppard. <laughs> I don't know why. Name a Manitoba politician. Uh, uh, Gary Philman. Pa- paper, rock, or scissors? Oh, paper. Have you played Dungeons and Dragons? No. Do you golf? No, but I have. Do you have a tattoo? No. Would you skydive? No. Favorite flavor of milkshake? Strawberry. Name a candy? Uh, Jolly Rancher. Name a candy bar? Oh, Henry. Name a Winnipeg bar? The Marion. Name a Winnipeg jet? Thomas Steen. Name a Winnipeg Blue Bomber. Uh... Miles Garrell. <laughs> Name a Winnipeg Goldeye. Oh, uh, Ace 
Ace Ace Walker, I think. <laughs> Name a Winnipeg sea bear. Oh, pass. Favorite Winnipeg ice cream joint. Uh, BDI. Do you make your bed daily? Yes. Favorite alcoholic beverage. Whiskey. Favorite non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, water. <laughs> Favorite comedian of all time. Norm Macdonald. Favorite TV show as a kid. Uh. That 70s show. Uh, favorite subject in school? Um, history. Do you like raisins? Yes. Do you like pickles? Yes. Do you like onions? Yes. Do you like anchovies? Yes. Do you like liver? Yes. Do you like rhubarb? Yes. Do you like mustard? Yes. Do you like Kanye West? Uh, I liked him, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, road trip, plane, train, or automobile? Oh, uh, train. Name a John Candy film. Plane, trains, and automobiles. Nice. Name a John Candy SCTV character. Oh, the um, the, the whatever brothers, the 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 McGiddy. I don't remember their names. Can you play guitar? No. Can you play drums? No. Can you sing? No. Where would you buy Robin's Donuts coffee? Robin's Donuts. Name a Prince album. Um, Purple Rain. Yes. How often do you shave? Rarely. Do you bite your nails? Yes. Uh, ever been to jail? No. Ever got a speeding ticket? Ever? Yes. Uh, do you daydream? Yes. What scares you? Um, <laughs> just, I guess, being alone. <laughs> what makes you happy? Oh, being alone. Name a heavy metal song. <laughs> <laughs> Master of Puppets. Name a Canadian actor. Oh, we gotta pick it up. Uh, a Canadian actor? Yeah. Uh, the, Paul, Paul Gross. Do you like coconut? Yes. Name a pro wrestler. It's Chris Jericho. How many keys on your keychain? Three. Do you have change in your pocket? Yes. Cashier or self-serve? Uh, cashier. Uh, name a Simpsons character. 30 seconds. Homer. Do you keep a journal? Yes. Are you a gum chewer? Uh, no. no. <laughs> name a Star Wars character. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Are you a morning person? Yeah. Do you play backgammon? No. Have you ever been on a horse? Yes. Do you order an air fryer? 15 seconds. No. Name a really good movie soundtrack. Uh, Last Action Hero. Name a famous ship. The Titanic. What do you find at Disneyland? Five seconds. Uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, if you have any bones broken. Yes. Uh, what does, who does your hair? Oh, oh myself. <laughs> I do my hair. <laughs> oh, 93. 93. Woo. Oh. Well, then I guess there's officially, I think we had to go back to two. Name a John Candy SCTV character. Schmangy. Schmangy. I'm like the McGillicuddy brothers. Schmangy <laughs> brother. What was the other one? I was like. I got hung up on that. I got hung up on something simple like what is your favorite something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't remember. That's the toughest thing. Yeah. Where it's like that, and that's what I, you know, when I think about this show, like that's where it is. Like you, you can just try to, like I don't know. I'm not gonna call you a bullshitter. You, yeah. You can say anything. I'd be like, all right. I can oh, I definitely it. answered a couple questions wrong. <laughs> Because I don't know if I have change in my pocket. Oh, right. Exactly. You know? So, But that was good. Nice, quick answer. <laughs> 93. MCA. But so very good, though. Yeah. Like, MC something. <laughs> yeah, but that's not bad, man. 93. 93 that's respectable. That was my favorite number as a kid. Because my, my favorite hockey player was Doug Gilmore. Oh, really? So, yeah. I know that name. Is he a Jet? He played for the Maple Leafs. Oh, shit. I know. Is that your team? Well, because honestly, kind of. Because... Um, growing up on the farm, Hockey Night in Canada, which team was I watching the whole time? Right. Toronto. I yeah. didn't really have that Winnipeg, you know, I didn't feel like I was 
part of Winnipeg just because we were from Manitoba. Yeah, you weren't really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. I just assume cheer for. So you've been disappointed for 50 years, or <laughs> yeah. however long it's been. It's I'm been not really a, a loose fan anymore. Okay. But like, yeah. At, <laughs> no at the time, is. yeah. <laughs> if they were in the playoffs, everyone's going to be their biggest fan, I'm it's sure. True. But oh man, that would be so great for Toronto to take or get in the playoffs or whatever. I'd they love do. to see them win the cup. Yeah. Why not? The underdogs finally. You know, yeah, I that, mean, that would be when sweet. When you think about it, they are the underdogs because they haven't, even if they're the best team in the league, they haven't won in yeah. 60 years. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you, it's uh, J Rock Arola. Yeah. J Rock Arola. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram. I don't know why that's my. I think I do know why. I well, think it's I took also, it from a well, sorry, Judas go ahead. Priest record. Say that again. It's a Judas Priest. There's a Judas Priest record called Rock and Rolla. Oh. And some people called me J Rock. Like. Right. Just as a nickname, so mm-hmm. I just put them together. Yeah, well, it's, the, it's also your YouTube handle. I just started, you know, you just use the same thing for everything. Uh, Facebook, too? Yeah, you can I'm find assuming me you're on, on Facebook? Yeah, I'm still on there. Uh, any, any other social medias you like uh, to dabble in? I got rid of Twitter. Um, so did it. So did Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in your company? I don't know. Twitter. You exited. it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's all I'm on. Yeah, no TikTok? Know. I've been kind of thinking about joining it just to post a video here and there, but I hate, I hate the whole, like, I don't want to have to check social media very often. Yeah, exactly. It's not a a good force in my life. Right. That's something like, I spend already enough time watching shit, and Mm -hmm. if I was becoming a content creator, oh my God, that'd be crazy. It's just too much. I just, I I need less entertainment. Right on. Uh... Great. We got everything covered. You got a big show, live yeah. recording. Yeah. It's super exciting. Yeah. You're going to be nervous as hell. You may be a little drunk. <laughs> uh, probably a little both. Uh, but, you know, I think I'll be good. I feel very comfortable at the Park Theater. Yes. Yeah. I've been there so many times. For it's sure. Kind of, like you said, home away from home. So uh, I think it'll work out pretty well. It sounds like my, I'm going to cry or something. But I'm just really losing my voice. <laughs> I got the tissue right here for you. <laughs> Listen, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it, Jared. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Everyone go to the show. Yeah. Okay. Bye. It's Farm TV Guide, the frequency assigned to the new Grandview affiliate of CBC TV FRM Channel 3. Well, what we like to do here is tell you what's going to be our programming for the rest of the day on my new channel. So grab your pens and paper, because I'm only going to say this once. At 3.03 a.m., Grain Report. At 3.30 a.m., The Grain Report. At 3.45 a.m., The New Grain Report. 3.59 a.m. is the Grain Report Recap. And at 4 a.m., it's Grain News. 4.10 a.m., Grain News Report. At 4.20 a.m., the new Grain News Report. And at 4.30 a.m., Grain for Breakfast with Mabel and Willie. They're the neighbors. At 5 a.m., the Barn Door with Mabel and Willie. And it says here today's guest is Bag Boy Eddie. Good kid. 
5.30 a.m., the Barn Door Recap News Report with Mabel. 6 a.m., Lost and Sell. And that's Mabel hosting. 7 a.m., Cunt or West. It's a new game show Willie's doing where you guess if it's a country song or a western song. At 7.50 a.m., Last Call, the New Grain News Report. 8 a.m. is Hee Haw, a new variety show based in Cornfield County. Three hours of Hee Haw. At noon, it's supper for dinner, cooking show with the missus. Today's recipe will be corn stock soup. At 1 p.m., the Dukes of Winkler. That's where my nephew plays with his Hot Wheels. At 2 p.m., the Hotline People Call-In Show, mostly complaining about Dukes of Winkler. At 3 p.m., it's Fiddle Bangin'. I play original fiddle songs for an hour. And at 4 p.m., we sign off for the day. So let's get right to it. Oh, I see we have 30 seconds to go before Grain Report. So, um, we gotta wait. 